And Now, the podcast that talks about the dark side of sexuality and brings you topics that you don't talk to your mother about. It's time to open your mind and welcome to Behind Blue Eyes. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode seven on the podcast that explores the dark corners of your mind behind blue eyes. I am your host for today's exploration, Eddie Kramer. And I have to apologize. We had a bit of delay in a few of our past postings. Uh, had a hurricane come through Florida and it kind of freaked everybody out. So there was a little bit of a delay there. And we also had, uh, you know, life things happen along the way. But I do appreciate everybody listening in. And, um, you know, we have reached a pivotal mark, I think. We had over, let me think now, let me look, 500 downloads. That's right, 500, 500 downloads of all of our podcasts. And really, there's only six and a half. So that's, I think, a pretty good start. So if you do like the podcast and like what you hear, please ex- ex- express that to other people. Have them listen in and uh, come up with maybe some other ideas. Message us. Uh, you go to our website, xxxbehindblueeyes.com. Uh, we have Twitter. We have Instagram. Message us there or even old-fashioned email. We'd love to hear from you. So for today's episode, we have a very interesting uh, episode with Masaku. That's what he calls himself. He'll explain why he calls himself that, and he is a dom slash poly, very interesting sadist, so I think you'll really enjoy this week's conversation. So please check that out, and by the way, check out EdenFantasies.com. They're also on our website. They have great sex toys at great prices. They had some really good sales this last few weeks where you can get free stuff as as well as when you order great discounts. Uh, Check out kink.com. They're on our site also. Lots of good deep, dark pornography on there for those that like that kind of thing, which if you're listening to this, you probably do. So check it out. Um, And as always, if you have not explored it yet, fetlife.com, that's a great place to explore fetish type, type items. And most people that have been on here have either heard of it or are participating in that. That is not a sponsor, but a good place to check out. So without further ado, let me bring you into a conversation with Masaku. Okay. Hello, Masaku. Hello. So tell us first, uh, and I know you told me earlier, but tell, tell me what the name stands for so that people are listening. Um, so I'm a big fan of an anime called Yu Yu Hakusho. Okay. And their form of demon descent is known as a Masaku, okay. which is basically a human and a demon kind of entwined thing or whatever not saying i'm a demon I'm just so, a big so you're a human and a demon together is that no what you're saying? i'm not that i'm just a big fan of the Scaring anime the crap and out i of like me, i like the the phrase masaku it just it kind of it it just rolls off the tongue just it is masaku. um so i kind of just like the anime and i like the name so i just ran with it honestly okay that's cool i dig it i dig it so um how old are you uh 28 28 28 good good age good age yes getting into the life experiences (laughs) now right right very much so yeah yeah yeah. so what would be your sexual orientation what would consider yourself uh i would consider myself straight straight okay myself straight i mean with uh how things are nowadays you never know because it's a special kink (laughs) you you say one thing and it's like wait i kind of did that am i still straight (laughs) does does that count yeah does that count so yeah yes 
Um, and so uh, where do you you come from? You're in Florida now. Yes. But where do you originally come from? Uh, North Carolina. North Carolina. North Carolina. You, you don't have an accent, though. <laughs> Not anymore. I'm too city now. D- I mean, too with certain city. things, certain things, I still do have an accent. Like, sometimes I still do say four or foul. Foul? De- depends. It just depends. But, I'm uh, from Rhode Island, so we park the car many times, too. Park the car? Park the car. Park the car. Park the car. I think I have a friend that's from Rhode Island. He's never said something like that. Really? We try to hide it so no one knows where we come from. Oh, uh, okay. Is it, is it a bad thing to be from Rhode Island? Not necessarily, but, okay. <laughs> but there's that thick accent that we just kind of like hide down really deep. Nice. So, um... You you have uh, obviously parents. Are they together? Uh, no, father lives in North Carolina. Mom lives here. Okay. Um, and did, were you uh, raised a more conservative, liberal background, or how did that? Um, work? I mean, honestly, I don't even recall. It was just like, hey, I'm living in a broken family, broken home. I was with moms for a little bit with dad until I finished high school, and after I finished high school, I moved back down here. Okay. So. Um, so they broke up at an early age. Yeah, when I was five. Okay, I was so five, yeah. and uh, it was kind of just back and forth. Um, so would they? Would you consider them more though different? Are they both liberal or more conservative? Um, Sexual sexuality. So do they talk about sex at all to you? Uh, I mean, my mom gave me my first pack of condoms. And what, uh, what age were you when she gave you first uh, pack? Of condoms? I was in. I was a freshman in high school, so I want to say maybe 13, 14 maybe. Okay. And freshman in high school. Yeah. Well, I think it was no. It was either freshman in high school or I was ending a grade, something like that. Okay. Were you but, dating uh, somebody at the time? No, but she was just <laughs> saying, "Hey, if you're gonna get ready to go to this point in your life, yes, you might want to stay protected." And Did she my, explain it or just give it to you? She just gave it to me. <laughs> she just explained it because I mean, she obviously knew I knew about sex because right. I did have a time where. I end up spending a hundred dollars ordering porn on the fucking p- uh, pay per view. Then you know, oh. so she's like, "You know about sex, so <laughs> you should probably know what this is." So, um, did, did you have to pay for it, or did she pay for that? Porn I had to. Adventure. I had to pay for it with allowance that I. <laughs> Uh, or no, I used to have a babysitting gig. I used to okay. babysit people's kids. Yep. And um, I used to make like good like seventy five dollars every once in a while. So. That's not bad. Yeah, no. For a kid that was like, it was like that was golden, around. right? Yeah, like ten, like yeah. ten going on to like thirteen. Yo, yeah, solid. So you were ten years old when you were watching porn. <sighs> <laughs> Apparently, my dad actually watched porn right beside me when I was a kid. Really? Yeah. Do you remember my, that? I don't. But my mom told me she used to come in the house and just see him like just going at it and, really and i was like right there so, so he was jacking off and watching at the same time yeah. while you're there oh yeah. interesting so yeah. that's what she told me huh. and i'm like i could see why right i'm the way i am <laughs> <laughs> well could be i mean yeah. there's definitely a connection there yeah. between learned experiences back when you're younger and what you are today yeah. a um bit of torment, so. <laughs> a little bit and um you're african-american Yes, I want to. I want to make that because we know people yeah, cannot voices, see you. Voices, voices are different, <laughs> right? Because there is different cultural backgrounds too, yes. and how that relates to it the way you so. grow up and everything. Very much so. Are you single, married, um, uh, attached? I'm technically attached. I'm in a polyamorous relationship. Oh, and interesting. Um, I mean, me and my partner kind of in a rocky standpoint at the moment. Oh, I'm sorry. But we are technically still in a relationship so i'm technically so, still attached the last interview i had we had someone that was talked about polyamory and they ha- were in a relationship with another woman and another man mm-hmm. so because you're straight i would assume it's two women but uh so do you consider yourself polyamorous even if you're not in a relationship with two other women even though you 
Um, I would still consider it because depending on the rules of polyamory is obviously we have multiple partners. It's not yep. just one. Okay. So um, if they are branching out to meet other people or is it just amongst us? I mean, that's technically a throuple. If it's between the three of us, it's a, a throuple. Okay. Yes, it's, yes. A, it's a throuple. So what's the difference between a throuple and polyamory? Well, I mean, a throuple is a form of polyamory. It's okay. just a throuple is amongst three people and it stays amongst those three people. So a lot of married couples do okay. a lot of throuples because yep. they feel like, you know, after 10 plus or some years, of the relationship they want to explore something yeah and it could be potentially male female non-binary whatever the case may be mm -hmm. but it's just that third and mm -hmm. that's it okay and um the first couple's already established is just right. saying hey we want to establish you as well you're dating both of us okay and um that's kind of how it is compared to like normal polyamorous relationships depending on the um communication of the relationship mm -hmm. like me and my partners is like hey you know we are together we have other partners but our rule is if you meet someone let me know if you sleep with someone let me know ahead of time or after uh it could be before or after depends okay. on the scenario like if yeah. i just met like say meeting somebody today yes. and be like hey we just start talking we went out for drinks and we end up fucking hey right letting you know it happened by the way yeah by the way yes. and she'll be like cool great have fun okay um and she does the same thing for you i assume yes yes um but uh it just all depends on the dynamic of the relationship every relationship's different there's triads mm -hmm. there's um i think there's another term for it, but i know triads are basically like a group of like maybe eight or six people and we fuck amongst each other okay so so how do you explain this to me? So if you're, you, you mentioned earlier about a couple that maybe wants to spice up their life, right? Mm -hmm. After a while they've been together. Yeah. So they want a third, a triad, or yeah. maybe poly in that way. Yeah. And you said you date both of them. Yeah. But one of them's a guy, right? Yeah. So you're dating the guy and the girl at the same time? Yeah. Okay. So you're not be, having sex with them, but you're just kind of dating. With you could you could you could be in the relationship and not have sex. I mean, no True. relationships don't have to have sex in them. Good but, point. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just it basically you are dating that person as well, mm. so you have a somewhat connection with them. Okay. Um, if you, if it's romantic or not, you yeah. still have that connection. So, yeah. Yeah. So I think that I think that's a difference too, because we've talked about in past episodes where I think it's really re revolved all around sexuality, but it doesn't have to be. It could be just like a regular relationship, yeah. like really close friendship, yeah, and close community. So when you have a cup, have you ever been with a couple before? Uh, I've had where. A guy similar wanted to. He was he was a cuck and wanted me to fuck his wife in front of him. That's about it. But so ex that, explain that for the people. Who don't, no, no, we haven't talked about that. Oh, so cuck. Okay, so normally a cuck is a gentleman who fantasizes other individuals having sex with their partner. Okay, and um, the individual who normally would have sex with them is called a bull. So okay, just like how a bull is, a bull is aggressive. A bull is a pursuer. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of times, you know, cucks will just have like, hey, I want my wife to go to this or, hey, I want my partner to go to this event and then like have all the guys like want her. And then she'll go pursue the guy and say, hey, let's go back to my place. But my husband wants to watch it or my boyfriend wants to watch it. Okay. And then the guy could be like, yeah or no. But if the guy right. says, yeah, I'm totally down, he's a bull. So okay. he'll fantasize and huh. watch somebody literally have sex with his partner. He can either watch just to watch or he'll watch and masturbate to it mm -hmm. 
whatever the case may be. But he's but, usually not participating. He's just kind of checking things out. Yeah. Getting turned on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. uh, he's not actually... Well, sometimes the cuck sometimes does maybe perfect, you know, perform oral or uh-huh. to the guy, depending on the situation. Sure. It just all depends. But okay. normally a cuck is someone who fantasizes about somebody messing with their partner. With their partner, whatever yeah. it is. Okay. Yeah. So you had a so you had this happen before with yes. a couple. Yes. So you were the bull, I assume. Yeah. Yes. yes. And he was the cuck. Uh yes. And, and uh his partner wanted to How old were the couple? Do you know? Uh remember? she was twenty two, he was like twenty three. Okay, so pretty younger. Yeah, yep. pretty younger. Um and she wanted me to basically hit her from the back and her boyfriend be like right under us so anything juice wise or my ball slapping on him <laughs> yes she wanted that to happen he was like yeah i, I want that and i'm so like okay <laughs> so it was the first for me when i was just like all right let's go for it Fuck yes. it. <laughs> and what did you think about that that experience um i was cool with it because it you know i'm I'm a person that I enjoy pleasing others in there, like mm-hmm. certain yeah. aspects. If I can, if it if it fits my dynamic, it fits my you know necessaries. I'm a performer. I like to perform. Uh-huh. I'm an exhibitionist. I like all that stuff. So, okay. being that may he may be watching or probably being a part of it, that's a turn on for you. Yeah. 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 It's a turn on for me too. That's awesome. Yeah. So getting back to your relationships, you have a. Um, uh, polyamory relationship and how old is the woman that you uh 22 okay 22. so she's a younger girl yeah and how long you've been together with her since march actually okay. uh march she just kind of randomly just says you know what i feel like you're my boyfriend i'm like all right <laughs> bet <laughs> we're doing this so she kind of explained me more what polyamory is so you didn't up until this point you didn't really know nope no and what made you decide that polyamory was right for you um, rather than a traditional type relationship? I just felt like I haven't met a woman that checks all the boxes for okay. me. And with polyamory, I get to meet multiple women that could check certain boxes and fulfill those certain needs Yeah, that one particular partner may not. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of exploring with it. I mean, if I find a partner that checks all the boxes, great. Then probably... You know, probably, I mean, it depends if they're into it still. If they're sure. into polyamory, great. But, yeah. I mean, I would be satisfied. And right. As long as they're like, hey, maybe they may be bi and they still want to add a woman into the Right. Cool, I'm with it. So, Is she bisexual or straight? She is uh, or whatever bisexual. In between. She's bisexual. Okay. Yeah. So when she goes out and dates other people, is it normally guys or women? Uh, she, does that matter? She does have a couple that she's partnered with. She's, okay. It's not a throuple because she's still outside or whatever. Yep. Um, but she is dating a couple and the other ones are guys that I know of. Okay. And and you don't... So a lot of times I hear about jealousy and how people get jealous about that. So explain how or does that happen to you when something happens? And does she send pictures or... um. I won't per se. I in the beginning I got jealous because I again new to it, don't know how I should act, sure. don't know how I should react, and that was a big part of it. But after a while, once I started getting out there myself, I would be like, "Great, you went on this date. Tell me about it. Like, how was it? Oh, great, he fucked you. Was it good? Like, <laughs> did he get in that ass? Like, you know, just all that yeah. kind of stuff." And then she'll be excited because she feels like 
I can actually talk to him about this right. and he's not jealous. So I right. feel like anybody in the beginning, because you're so used to monogamous relationships, mm-hmm. you're going to get a bit jealous. And sure. you might get jealous because one partner may be spending more time with a partner than you. Yeah. And that's going to happen. But it's also, I kind of feel like it strengthens a little bit because... Yeah. If they're off doing their thing and you haven't seen them maybe in a couple of days, it makes you say, you know what? I miss them. Let me go hit <laughs> yeah. them up so I can see them. Yeah. And it's not like you can't go see other people right. as well. So you're going right. to miss your partner every once in a while. Right. Yeah. Which is good. I yeah. mean, yeah. yeah. The What's it? The, um, the heart grows fonder. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How old were you when you uh, first had sex? 19. 19? <laughs> yeah, 19. So you graduated high school? Yeah, I graduated high school. And, and how did that go? Um, I was uh, dating a girl um, who was very uh, experienced. Mm-hmm. Was and she older? No, she was actually nope. younger. Just, uh, younger, but just experienced. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so she told me specifically how she's going to have it. She's like, look, I'm going to turn off the lights. I'm gonna get on top of you and I'm gonna fuck you. And okay. you're gonna deal with it. I'm like, no, Damn. I want I want the lights on. I wanted that like magical ass moment. Yes. And I kept telling her it's not gonna happen that way. So like yeah. the time finally happened. Click. Turn off the lights. Turn off the lights, did the thing, and got on top. And then afterwards, after we finally fucked, she was like, I told you I was gonna do it. I said, like, God <laughs> damn. You had no control. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I mean, when you're young and this is your first time finally having sex, you're going to let that shit happen. That's right. <laughs> you're yes. going to let it happen because yes. it's like, I'm finally doing it. Yes. So, Did you um, use your mom's condoms that she gave you? No, actually, <laughs> um, it was... Uh, it was mine. It was my condoms. My, okay. Th- see, there's a weird spirit. There's a weird um, thing about those condoms. My dad took those condoms from me. Oh, really? Because he <laughs> thought I was sleeping with my stepsister. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So he was like, "Why do you have these condoms?" And I was like, "Cause mom gave them to me. So I'll, if I do anything, I'm going to be safe." Right. And he was like, "Are you and your stepsister sleeping with each other?" We both looked at each other. Ugh, no. Oh, no. That's not happening. So, um. He took them away from me, so I never really had them again after that. <laughs> uh, are you? Do you normally use protection every time you have sexual encounters? Absolutely, That's absolutely good. have to. Uh, if do I you get tested? Too? Yes, yes. How often do you get tested? Um, at least every two months. Okay, two months. That's good. Um, but if I ain't got the glove, they ain't getting no love. You know what I'm saying? That's the motto, and um. We definitely, we definitely keep up with that motto. Right. Now, granted, depending on the partner and right. if we establish that bond and establish yeah. that we could be safe here while sure. we do it, yeah, because mm-hmm. there's nothing more better <laughs> than <Agreed>. raw dogging. <laughs> raw dogging. Raw dogging. Yeah, there's that will be more. the title of this episode. <laughs> there's nothing better than raw dogging. Let me write that down. Oh my god. <laughs> Nothing better than raw dogging. Oh my god! You gotta put D A W G. Oh man! But uh, okay. yeah, raw dogging, man. So raw dogging is the way to go. Yeah, man. Raw I definitely fun. totally agree. Yeah, I I feel I I might have talked about it before. I don't remember, but every time I had a condom on, even my first time I had had at sexual encounters, for some reason the thing would just strangle my cockhead. 
Yeah. All the time. All the Absolutely. freaking time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. After a little bit of pumping, all of a sudden it just strangles it. The blood just stops going to the head. What brand did you use? Do you Apparently remember? it was just like a regular one. I've now moved to the Magnum size ones. Oh, not you saying. Got, you got a bigger shit than me then. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> it just gives me a little more room, hey, I guess, man, to move around in there. You got a bigger thing than me, man. That's cool, man. That's cool. So what? Uh, so obviously you're in kink, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. So oh. what? At what pre- pe- period or time did you realize, hey, I might be interesting, interested in something more than just the normal standard thing that everyone's interested in? Uh, when I actually had my first sexual encounter. Cause okay. She was hypersexual. Yep. And I'm talking about we literally had sex like nine times a day. Holy it shit! It was like two times before I went to Man, work. Be dry after that. When you do it so many times, your body, you start getting more physically active because you're having sex so much. Yes. And you're at a young age. You're not really going dry like that. Right. But um, it was like two times before work. Um, then like on my lunch break, because I was like five minutes from the house, I would go home for lunch and then fuck. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. And then go back to work. And then when I got home again, and then it was just repeat, repeat, repeat. And... Uh, Granted, she she was protected on a certain level, and like she had IUD and everything. Sure. So yeah, we was raw dogging a lot, and <laughs> um, it was just like that's kind of how everything was. Just like there's no point of stopping because we could just go back in and not have to have that moment of wait. Snip, roll. Okay, now we can go. <laughs> right, right. Because sometimes it just it can it can mess up a whole moment where you're yes. Wait a minute, I gotta go get the condom out of the drawer and let me yeah. make sure it's open correctly. Yeah, man. Or you could be me in my previous relationship where there was a dog in the room and the partner did not like the dog randomly sticking his head up and looking at us. <laughs> so I could be about to get down and going to get the condom. It's like, wait, wait, wait. Put the dog in the candle. Are you fucking serious right now? Like, put the dog in the candle. Come back. I'm softer than fuck. So now you got to give me back hard. So, yes. hey, yes. let's do this again. So, well, well, you must have some type of stamina if you're having sex nine times a day and you're uh, moving right along there. That's that's pretty impressive. Well, that was when I was a kid. Like, okay. I'm still, I was, I'm talking about like previously. That was my okay. previous partner. Yes. Previous partner is like two something years ago. Me and that girl broke up after a year. The first one. Okay. We broke up after a year. But then my most recent partner, um, you know, we would do the do. So, but. so you were just a kid two years ago is what you're saying. Now you're not no, a kid. No, man. You know what I mean? I was, I was 19. <laughs> I was 19. I was dating her. And I broke up with her in a year. And I've only been actually in three relationships. Okay. Three. Mm-hmm. But I've always been like, I've had a weird scenario as, as being a young male or whatever, where I look like I'm more of a good time. Okay. Than more of someone you would settle down with. Okay. Because I've literally been told this into my face. Yeah. Where I have a friend of mine, a good friend of mine. Uh, we were both in school together around when we was going to SSC. And we was hanging out with these girls. Mm-hmm. And they asked us this random question. Like, hey, when you see us, like, what do you see? Like, you see girlfriend, wifey, you know, great time. And we told yeah. them, like, yeah, yeah, you look like good girlfriends, whatever. Yeah. Then we said, hey, what about us? Yeah. And then the girls looked at him and said, I would make him hubby. He'd be the perfect husband, blah, blah, blah. You look like you would fuck my brains out. What? And that's it. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm not good husband material. So I'm just. What are you talking about? Fuck my brains out? Great. That's okay. Not right, man. And that literally has stayed with me 
till that day. And that was when I was 19. Really? So, um, <laughs> ever since then, I've only been a good time. Okay. So. Well, I'm going to get back into that. I want to get back to where we talked about. So. Okay. Your first um, kink type of experience was with your first girlfriend? Yes. And um, what did she, how did she bring that to the table? Um, Honestly, just bringing the fact of, of the hypersexuality. Uh, she brought a little bit of primal into the mix. She kind of told me what that was. What's primal? I don't even know. I'm not uh, sure what that is. Okay. Um, so primal is, have you ever had a moment where you looked at, uh, like, okay, take your significant other. Yep. The first time. Harmony is her name. Harmony. Okay. For Harmony. Her. So your significant other, um, when you looked at them the first mm-hmm. time and you just said, yo, I got to have that. Mm-hmm. I got I got to mm-hmm. get up in that. Yes. That and then you pursued it. I still have that feeling. Okay. All so right. then you yeah. are very much primal. So yes. you had that moment when you saw them and you said, yo, I want that. Yes. I'm going to have that. And in a minute you, it's just like, think of lions. When two lions come up to each other, mm-hmm. a lion and lioness, they, they do battle. Right. And to show who's dominant in that situation is the one who at the end is on top. Right. And asserting dominance. Okay. And that's kind of how primal is. So you okay. asserted that dominance. Yes. You asserted the fact that I want you. I'm oh, she going definitely to does that to me too, though. So, yeah, I mean, I mean you, you, you know <laughs> right, I'm saying? Yeah. That's the thing. So yeah. you're both primal in a sense. Yeah. But she was definitely what we call prey in the beginning okay. because you were pursuing. Yes. You obviously right. got. So. Right. Okay. So, yeah. Primal. So primal was the start of it, but where did it, after that, where did it come into other uh, things? Um, so then it started getting into spanking. Mm-hmm. Um, and this would be you to spank her, not the other yeah, way around. Yeah. I've never really been a bottom. Um, okay. Or what considered or as submissive. a bottom. Submissive, yes. yes. Well, I am a service sub, but we'll get there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, but yes, minor spanking, just, but kind of in like only insects, not mm-hmm. like out of it. Yep. But after dating her, it led me to want to explore it more, but any mm. other partner I ever encountered sexually just wasn't about it. So okay. it's always like a thing I would either desire and see in porn and stuff mm-hmm. like that and be like, where are other people that do this because only sure. she was the only one that did it yeah um so then after my most recent relationship i finally started hanging out with a crew mm-hmm. i'm still hanging out with them and they had these things called kink parties where'd you find the crew uh through a mutual friend okay and he was like hey you want to come to this party mm-hmm. it's like great come to the party and they just got whips paddles and you were like whoa yeah what, what is, is this, this? yeah, yeah. Like so the whole new world opened up that um and then it's like okay there's actually people about it okay where have they been this whole time right right um so after i went to a couple of king parties you know i feeling like i knew what dominance was i knew what dissonance i kept kept being a literal shithead as i like to say mm-hmm. um and just trying to be boist and everything in front of everybody so after a while um i finally said hey i need to actually learn this stuff mm-hmm. And I got more into um, purchasing paddles, going to a location known as the Woodshed, which is in Orlando. Orlando. Everybody knows about that. Um, And after I just kept doing more of what is impact. And and Woodshed, for people that don't know, is a kink type club where you can go and pay money to go in and they 
explore BDSM. Yes. There's no real sex in there. Nope. That will be at Ninth yes. Circle. Right. <laughs> oh, I don't know what that is, but oh, yeah. the Ninth Circle sounds pretty devilish. Yeah, Ninth Circle. Um, <laughs> or you can go to Secrets, either or. So, so you found all these people doing these things. You're like, hey, man, I'm really interested into it. Into yes. it. Did you research it? Did you find a like look on the internet, or how did you get more? Or was it just word of mouth talking to these people that were um, around it? The woodshed was really great and okay. instrumental of having courses like BSM 101. Yeah, they literally have classes there where you can go take classes on yes. bondage and rope and Absolutely. everything. Yeah. It's, it's literally to me. I would feel like the safe haven for anybody that's brand new to kink. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like same thing for me. Cause like I went to these kink parties and like, it was like one dude that knew everything. So everybody wanted everything from that person. Sure. So I was like, I want to kind of be that dude too. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Like the I wanna, expert, not to say the expert, but like come to me for advice or if you want to mm. do a thing, like yeah. I'm very much, I would like to be someone that teaches, Yeah, you know, I mean, cause I do enjoy other people's joy in learning. Oh, that's how you do that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know it's fun, yes. right? So, um, got more into, you know, BDSM that way from the woodshed. And then I found out from my poly partner, she told me, you're a bit of a sadist. And I was uh-huh. like, sadist? What is that? Yeah. I'm, I'm a dom. What are you talking about? Just, right. No, no, no. You're a sadist. And yes. I was Explain what that is. So a sadist is a person who just enjoys inflicting pain <laughs> on others. Okay. Where the opposite is a masochist mm-hmm. who enjoys receiving that pain. Okay. And then there's people that are sadomasochists that are both. Okay. <laughs> yep. Um, so I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I'm a sadist. So, so uh, what type of pain do you like to inflict on these masochist people out there? <laughs> Oh, one of my favorite <laughs> one of my favorite instruments is a meat tenderizer, like a regular meat tenderizer, a which regular I regular meat use tenderizer. on my beef I get from Winn Dixie. <laughs> yes. Okay. It, it the has the flat side or the uh, the rigid side, depending on if I'm into blood play with that person. Okay. So, which is another thing. Yes. But um, yeah. So just a regular old meat tenderizer is great. It leaves. I am a am a person that loves sound. I love yeah. how a a toy or instrument sounds when you you know finally do impact with it okay so a meat tenderizer just gives this specific sound that just it just sounds so good it sounds so good and it sounds psychotic but it's not it's just like it's what we call getting into top space and it's just everything after that it's just so instrumental and it's just great so so we've heard a little bit about subspace before what what is top space uh, when basically all the endorphins and everything is just hitting you and you're just in a high of what am I going to do next to do a mm. thing? You're thinking about the next thing. Like, can I use this to do this? And yeah. it's just like, it gets exciting. And now you're just, just thinking about the next thing I like yes. to say. Um, so you like the sound of the instrument attacking the body. Yes. What about the person? Then do they have to make noise, or they can just sit there and whimper? They can sit there and whimper. They don't have to moan. I mean, there's some people that get into head uh, subspace and right. uh, become very nonverbal. Sure, nonverbal and everything. Um, and it's just it's just still the sound of the instrument hitting or you know going into impact and everything. So it's not really just them making noise. I guess it's more of the noise of the actual toy. Instrument on it. Yeah. yeah. 
I think it's more of that. So you have a toy chest full of different type of meat tenderizers and other assortments yes. that you get. Yes. Is I mean, pretty much anything can be used, right? So yeah. do you come up with an idea and say, hey, let's try this? Yeah. One item I actually wanted to create was a ping pong paddle oh. that has bottle caps on each oh. end. The, the smooth side or the rough side? Both. Okay. One on each side, maybe? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So so basically, one side can be completely the tops, one side being the ridges. Yep. And um, I'm just like, that would be super fun yeah. to add. And if the person's obviously into blood play. Um, so what's blood, blood play? So basically, it's a form of impact that soon soon shows a form of blood so if i okay. hit you with a toy that's going to make you bleed sure you're gonna still keep going because okay. normally most people see blood and it's like oh wait Oop, stop time stop right yeah and where some people are excited to see that mm. and want to see more of it not like in a hey they're in kind of elector kind of way yeah, yeah but just like just a little bit of blood yeah. Um, some people go full throttle and just like want pints of it. I'm just like, <laughs> are you doing anything with the blood or it just comes out? And it's um, just like, well. Some people like tasting their own blood. OK. So some, if you got gloves on, some people like after you hit them on the butt or whatever, just take it and just put it right in their mouth with mm-hmm. your fingers. Um, so it just all depends, honestly, what the person's kink is. Some people want to be drenched with their own blood. I know okay. one friend who, yeah, one friend of mine who says she wants to learn how to draw blood so that way she can draw blood from her partner mm-hmm. and take certain amounts each month and then finally have a specific month where she has enough to actually pour over her partner's head of his own blood. And Ooh. I was just like, okay. That's not just a little much. That's, yes. that's borderline out to me, to yes. me. Yes. But I mean I'm not King Shane, never King Shane. Um but it was just like, woo, I don't know about all that now. That's that's a bit extra, but So you'll have these experiences where you have a session where you're beating the person. No. With different instruments, whatever they yes, may be. Yes. Is there sexuality that's happening in there or is it really are you getting charged up? Are they getting charged up? How does that dynamic work? It depends on who I'm playing with. Okay. If it's someone who we negotiate Mm-hmm. Sexual encounters with and, and and all these things are set up ahead of time. Right? Yes, yes, this is not just I'm I'm gonna beat the crap out of you mm-hmm. willy nilly. Yeah, no. Right? Uh, every scene obviously has to have a negotiation at the beginning. If they negotiate, hey, I want you to fuck me, or hey, I want you to put Hitachi on me, or something of that nature before scene. Great, we'll do that. And then there's some people who I just literally have no sexual energy or sexual right. desire to do anything with, yeah. but I'll still play with you and yeah. still do whatever. So it just all really depends on who it is and what we negotiated. So if you have a scene where you're beating somebody and then at what point do you say, okay, now it's time to fuck or have some type of sexual activity? How does that work? Um, So depending on what I'm hitting, normally somebody's bottom or somebody's ass, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, You can feel when the butt has like this red hot like feeling to it. Yeah. That's kind of when it's getting to the point where you might want to do something else because when it's getting too hot, Mm. they need to cool down. Just like any just like any machine, anything in the world, when it gets too hot, it needs to cool down. So apparently I have this problem where I just like to just beep 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 too fast. Yeah. And then it's no fun. Yeah, and and it's just all about uh momentum and just Mm. knowing, okay, after I use this, I probably should do this. It's where um, you can try start doing sensation or 
what I like to do in the midst of it, uh, I'll use a Hitachi, and they'll end up squirming so much. Hitachi is a, a vibrator that you plug in. It's very common. You can see everywhere. It's yes. probably the best vibrator you can get. Yes. Yeah. It's most standard. It's very, I want to say very cheap, too, but it's it's very standard. You can get it for like 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah. And, and get more. I know we have a rechargeable one that's like that for about 100 bucks. Mm. And it, yeah, it's, it's Harmony's by far her favorite toy that she'll use you know she can uh you can also mold your dick and she can also use you know i have one of those those kits but i've never actually done that i need to do that yeah you should especially you know doing your thing soon yeah uh it'd be a great thing to have you know if you're not at the house every once in a while (laughs) You know, and you're like, you know, what? I if, miss. If I'm you. out on a trip, uh, she can be uh, fucking herself with me. Yeah, and be like, or I can I'm... fuck myself if really could. If yeah. that's my kind of thing. <laughs> I've never really heard. You know what? I'm gonna mold my own dick and fuck myself with it. I'm sure there's lots of people talking. Whoa, <laughs> I don't know, man. That's wild, though. <laughs> but it's it's dope. Um, so yeah, if uh, if I'm noticing that there's a little bit of red or just too much is going on mm-hmm. in the butt. I'll just say, you know, hey, let's go to another thing, which okay. either I'll go into sensation mm-hmm. um, using my bear claws, which literally are the same kind of claws you would use to cut up meat with. Oh, my Lord. So they're great for just like, you know, rolling on someone's back and, and doing that. And it just calms them down. Yeah. Or I'll go with a Hitachi, make them come like once or twice. And if I feel like, oh, you thought you were done coming, I'm going to fuck you now. Right. And then while they're just laying in the bed like... <gasps> <sighs> breathing. Yes. Let me go ahead and put a condom on real quick and then yeah. come over here and fuck you for a second. Right. And then after I finish fucking you, bend you back over and we're going back at it. So it's, it just depends. It's a whole session. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. And you have safe words, I assume, because most people do. Yeah. I mean, well, do me? you have multiple or just one that's like the, because we use green is everything's good. Yeah. Yellow is I'm close to my limit or I'm not comfortable. And red yeah. is stop and stop and stop. Uh, it all depends on the partner. Everybody has okay. different. You know, saying some people actually have fruits like pineapples. You yes, know? I've used pineapples. <laughs> yes, I haven't had a moment where I've ever had a limit, so I don't really have. Because I mean, as a top, I guess I never well, they're not beating you either. So well, but there's certain things. Sometimes some bottoms will say, "Hey, I want you to do this," and you're like, "Wait, whoa! Are you sure? I don't feel comfortable with that." Like so. what? What would be an example of that? I don't know yet. Okay, being you a got that. being a sadist, I don't know what yet. Like, wait, no, no, no. I take it back. One person told me about a scene they did where the person wanted them to break their arm at the end. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. And I was (laughs) like, a little much. That's what I say. And there was apparently a nurse in a somebody else on site. So where if a nurse. Yeah. So they, they told him, like, hey, if you break the arm like right here, it can heal in two weeks. And I'm like, yeah, that's a bit much. I'm not doing that. That is a bit much. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, that would be my limit <laughs> or scat. I'm not doing that either. Yeah. Most people kind of, that's not their thing. Yeah. You know? Nobody. I mean, apparently people are into water sports. So yeah. I, you know, I've come across quite a few people that I've gone on my apps where they say they like water sports and they want me to for water sports. For people don't, don't know. It's when you pee on somebody in one area or another of them or both of you are peeing on each other. Yes. Maybe. I don't really. Yeah, nah, I don't really need that. What, whatever they like, though. You know, yeah, it's your no, own king, thing. no king shame at all. That's right. You like yeah, what you like, man. Yeah, absolutely. So, so tell me about the service side. You mentioned that earlier. What um, is that? So service sub, I do have moments where, you know, after either I play with somebody or I feel that power exchange is there, I feel like they are deemed active service. 
Now, I took up massage therapy mainly for this as an actor service. No kidding. Yeah, took up massage therapy. Um, and I, I kind of get a, a great joy in giving someone a massage that had like a super rough day. And then it was like, oh my God, that was like the best thing ever. Right. So it just, it's, I didn't notice that's actually an active service, apparently, okay. as I've been told. So I like that. Um, apparently, I found out that I'm really into oral service. Like, <laughs> just like, hey, somebody just grabbed my head and just sticking me down there and yes. just be like, yo, you're just going to eat this pussy and right. I'm just going to hold you down here until you can't fucking breathe. And I'm just like, all right, cool. So that really would be a submissive type move normally. Yes. 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 So and would you consider yourself a switch then in that aspect? Well, apparently it's not. Okay. That's the only act of submissive that okay. I have. Okay. Um, so only the oral where they're shoving their head, your head into their junk. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, other than that, I'm pretty, pretty dominant. I do have a bit of a soft side. So um, I like, I, apparently I'm, I'm tall. I'm called a teddy bear every once in a while. A teddy but like, bear. Can switch into a grizzly bear. So. <laughs> Um, <laughs> a teddy bear that switch, switches into a grizzly bear. Yeah, you ever never seen that? It was a it was a cartoon back in the day. It was like it was he was a super soft looking like teddy bear one minute, and then he just like raw, and he's like whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I can't remember the cartoon, but it was a definitely it was like a horror film or something like that. Um, but yeah, service sub with that uh, oral, and then just other acts of just being. Uh, I like being people's soundboard. Okay. Uh, soundboard from some that don't know it's just like when some people are having ideas or things on their mind and they just want to let it out to see how others think about it mm. they go to someone who's a great listener mm. and they hey let me bounce this idea off of you let me bounce this thing off of you and mm. tell me what are you thinking okay and um definitely huge on that i love mm. trying to be there as someone's support because uh, I know a lot of people that are into BDSM, they've been through a lot of trauma. Yeah, uh, they have some a lot people of... are actually in it for the wrong reasons. Yes, yeah, yes. And I do remember one partner telling me that it was like, "Hey, I want you to break me," and they're like, "No, I don't." Because yeah. if I break a toy, I can't play with the toy anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but a lot of people I do know are that are into BDSM. They do have a lot of trauma. Uh, they have a lot of things they're battling with, yeah. and the BDSM side of it helps them through it. Right. So outside of it, if you're not really doing a thing, sometimes you have these moments. Right. And I know uh, some people I know that I play with have mild depression, so sometimes they'll sp- spitball some of these things. Sure. And I'm pretty much of a great soundboard to where I tell them, like, hey, this is what I feel. You're doing great, blah, blah, blah. It's just like being that support that they need. Right. So, um. I I feel those were my my hugest acts of service. I mean, they, some people may not consider that last one act of service, but I just feel like, you know, being a great friend, yeah. not even just being a play partner, is yeah. a a good thing to have. Yeah. You know? So, do you see yourself in many years following this kink world, or do you think at a certain time you're gonna say, huh, eh, maybe I've had enough of it? Nah, man. I don't see, <laughs> you don't see I, that happening. I, I have too much fun right now yes. just using items to give people pleasure or give people pain. I have too much fun with it. I did say that at one point when I had a music career and I was just like, yeah, I'm really into music. I'm going to be doing nothing but music. And I'm just like, yeah, fuck music. I want to be somebody that has to make music. <laughs> make in- make sounds that sound great and make music with them. Right. Um, but, uh, I mean, you never know. I, I do expect at some point to have a house 
um, which in BDSM, a lot of people don't know, is a house is basically a form of multiple people with similar views and values. And normally the head of a house is normally the dom of the house. Um, or it does like a clan in a way, right? Or kinda, yeah. yeah. Or a pack or yeah. 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 Um and normally a lot of people that have houses or I've noticed are mm-hmm. older gentlemen have who have huge amounts of experience yeah. in BDSM like twenty plus years mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I was like, hey, you know what? That might be a thing in the future if it happens. Um I'm with it. But yeah. right now I'm just kind of exploring and seeing what happens. Yeah. I do want to try new things. I do want to learn new things. What What's an area that you want to explore that you haven't explored yet? I want to say it's bondage, like rope. But, like, I know we had a brief conversation about it. It's too much damn work. <laughs> it's too much yeah, to do. I don't got the patience for it. If it's not your wrist or your feet, I don't give a damn. Right. Um, but it does look super interesting. Yeah. And it's kind of like the thing everybody wants to do. Anybody that's normally that I've heard get into BDSM, they mm-hmm. all want to be tied up. That's true. Form. Yeah. Um, but then there's knife play that I want to get into. Uh, What's which, knife play? So is to what I've been told, and I might be wrong, is mm-hmm. basically the sensation of feeling like you're being stabbed, but you're not. Okay. And you don't have to be stabbed. You could be cut. You know, it's just basically kind of think of impact but with a knife okay but not actually like doing impact just right, like right. seeing that involves a knife right and i could be just rolling it's the knife. idea of having the the fear almost the fear of getting that yeah happen. fear play yeah, yeah fear play yeah. fear play is a thing too okay um so knife play is another one um wax uh wax play oh wax i found is very messy it's it fun is. at the time and then all of a sudden when that particular session's over that moment's over it's everywhere. Which is why you should properly lay down lay down like some plastic or something. So plastic when you do that good, yeah. and just throw it away, throw right. it in the trash. Yes. Uh, if not, don't do it. Yes. <laughs> We've actually gone to, uh, because of extra fluid, squirting or so, so, on, so on and so forth, we use doggy pads. Otherwise, you end up with a lot of towels that are used over and over and over. And then someone always sleeps in a wet spot. So doggy pads actually cleans that right up, tear it, throw it away, and there you go. So I gotta ask you a question: If you end up forming the wet spot with you and your significant other in the bed, yes. do you sleep in it? Or you make them sleep. Well, in it? it seems like in my case, whatever pl- I think it's a planned event with Harmony is sh- she'll make sure that we're on my side of the bed. So if that ever happens, I'm the one that always sleeps on the wet spot. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up, and but I it's put, smart. It is fucked up and smart, and and I don't really care. I'll put a towel down and I'll be all right. Man, I'm like, yo, we switch these sheets. <laughs> you will help me form these sheets. Well, and, and we've got these new doggy pads where I, sometimes I can't tell which side is the, the, the right side up. So sometimes you put the wrong side and that just rolls right off of it. So there's no fun there at all. Have you ever thought of just putting one under the bed, like under the actual sheet? So yeah, but we, then you got to take the sheet out and then the, the sheet's all there. But, but the thing about it is you don't want it to leak into the actual That's very mattress. true. Absolutely true. Yes. So yeah, that's not where good. you just now you, you have got water. You have a, a protector that goes under the sheet that's waterproof. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. For kids that normally pee in the bed. <laughs> oh, so you know, I even think about that. I forgot about yes, that being a thing. Yes. I only pee in the bed like once. So. And, and there's someone that actually I hooked. I'll have to put this in the show notes. There's someone I hooked up with on, on Twitter that actually made a, a an actual um, sex sheet. Or it was almost like a, a little towel where you could use it over and over and over again and then wash it and then and then use it again and again. I would need that for orgies that I set up. Cause... He's, uh, have you had orgies before? Yes. 
Really? Yes. So what? how many people would be considered an orgy? To me, anything more than four people. Okay. Anything more than four people is an orgy to and, me. And what happens in these orgies that you've had? So we... I've never experienced a such thing. So I had a friend. Okay. Um, who would just... A guy or girl? It was a female. Okay. Uh, who is significantly be like, hey, everybody come over to the house. And it was at a friend's house, which it, it felt pretty fucked up. Yep. But he kept inviting us. Excuse me. He kept inviting us over. So um, the main person that wanted to be fucked, she wanted to be fucked by every dude in the house. Okay. So it kind of looks like a gangbang at right, first. Right. But then there's other women that come. So uh-huh. then it be- now becomes a big ass orgy. Okay. So. And that means everybody's fucking everybody? Everybody's either fucking somebody or somebody is either doing something in particular. Okay. Uh, I have had in a couple of orgies where there's one person that is a service sub. So if somebody needs water, somebody needs a towel, they're specifically there for that. They are I not need fucking. that person. Yeah, nah. So you, it's always cool to designate one person that's like, yeah. hey, I don't have that energy today. Right. I just, oh, that's true. I just want to help out, give you guys some yeah. water, a towel, yeah. or whatever you need. Yeah. It's always great to have because, yeah. um, have you had many of these or just that one time? Or? No, it was like five. It's, five. it's the same at the it's same house. Same house. So same any, people or new yeah, people coming? Same. Well, some maybe one or two, but okay. like, uh, anytime we went over that house, it was potential that we might have an orgy. Oh. Um, that's so a fun household. It was. I need that it's, household. It's not anymore. Oh, oh man. We 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 stopped the orgies after someone's birthday party, and there was a lot of drama that went on because there was a couple. And it, the thing about it was, it was a female dom mm-hmm. who the owner of the apartment was her sub, and the sub actually started dating somebody, mm. and then. She wanted to be more monogamous than Polly. Oh. And the Dom was like, Well, I still want to fuck him. Yeah. So what are we gonna do here? So it yeah. just it can't it became a huge issue. Um where I even I played with her and apparently she enjoys being punched on the ass to the point where she actually comes. Oh. And the boyfriend kind of got jealous. Because he was like, I can never make you do that. What? So it just it's this whole chain of just drama. Yeah, you don't. And in that last party was yeah. like the last time we've that all hung it. out in yeah. like months. So so what happens in these type of events where some you're not like into any of these people? Does that ever happen? Like I don't. Really, I'm not really attracted to any of these people in this this event. Uh, anyway, after like the fifth one. <laughs> Cause like I've already fucked the fifth one. Yeah, it was like I've already. There's only one person here I want to fuck, right. and everybody else I'm like, eh. yeah, yeah. So and then I just normally just chill. I like watching people fuck. I'm a voyeur. Okay, like, so uh, you just watch, and that's okay. Yeah, man, I watch. So you don't have to participate. Yeah, you don't have to to be in the orgy. You'd be sitting there just like, damn. Like I know one time me and Are my you all walk, everyone walk around naked or yeah, walk around naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, I know one time we watched uh, the same girl who, you know, normally forms it. She was just getting, f- <laughs> it's a term, she's getting duffed the fuck out. <laughs> duffed the fuck out. Okay. Duffed the fuck out. And it was me and my friend Brandy, uh, she, we were just watching and we we're just like, uh, wow, wow, like being destroyed. Yes. And we're just like, I feel bad for her. <laughs> like I'm, But ta- she didn't feel bad. I don't know. <laughs> That's the thing. We both were like, 
Oh, should we stop this? Like, really? Yeah. Because yeah. he's doing a lot of like slapping her pussy, like kind of really rough. Right. And then she'll be almost about to come and she'll tell him, stop, stop. No, I don't want that. Uh, and come. And then we're like, wait. Yeah. Should we stop this? Right. But the whole time she's actually enjoying it. But right. she's like telling him, I don't want to come anymore. Yeah. Fuck, stop. And it's yeah. like, okay. So. But really not. Yeah, not yeah. really not. So. Again, it would, safe words are key here. Yeah, yeah. We, we kept telling her, like, use your words. Use your words, man. Use your words. Use your words. So we got her on a spreader bar, and me and my friend are holding both legs. So I'm holding one leg, she's holding one leg, and he's just holding the bar and just going to town. We're just like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> and we just both at the end were like, that was an out-of-body experience. Yeah. And I kind of... For her and for you. Yeah, yeah. man. He Because... I mean, he's Jamaican, so you know he's bigger than this water bottle, <laughs> and we're just like, God dang, that's just that's a whole lot of stuff to deal with, that's right a whole there. Whole lot of cock, whole lot of whole lot of dick, whole lot of dick. <laughs> um, so yeah, orgies, man. I, yeah. I plan on forming another one soon. All but, right, uh, I have, it's been too long. Okay, it's been well, too long. I expect an invite. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So I have uh, two final questions. All right, cool. So, what advice would you give your younger self with the knowledge you have today? Fucking save money. <laughs> All that shit you wanted to buy, don't fucking buy it. Save money. Okay. Um. Mm, uh, damn. Uh. What? Why would you want to save the money for what? what because I feel like I'll be a, a better financial standpoint. Honestly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm good where I'm at, but like I would be in a better financial standpoint. Okay. Um, I would have made better. That's a choices. very responsible answer to be honest. Yeah, man. Me. Financial yeah. standpoint, man. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Because you know, I could have my house. I could have a house right now if I had a better financial standpoint. Sure. Um, which I'm cool where I'm at. But yeah, uh, being better with your finances because sometimes you have these moments where you're like, "Dang, I want to do this." Don't got the money to do yeah. it. Yeah. And you have these friends who are like taking these trips around the world, yeah. Italy and yeah. France, and you're like, "I'm trying if, to get by." Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm okay, I'm comfortable, right? But I would like that random moment to say, you know what, I could drop three, three, three grand and go to Japan today. <laughs> right. Let's yeah. do that. Sounds like a fun thing to do. Exactly. So that's um, that's good advice. I, I'll take that. Uh, let's see here. The next one I would say is go to school earlier. Go uh, listen to your gut and and should have went to full sale when uh you first looked at it when you were 19 instead of letting your your parents tell you no right um because it was a great experience uh granted i got my degree when i was 25 no excuse me i went to school when i was 25 i got my degree when i was 27 um i really wish i did earlier Mm. when i was at the peak of my music career and wanting to do music mm-hmm. i feel like it would have been very beneficial then mm. compared to where it is now maybe change a different it could, path of your career yeah than you are now. i feel like if that would have happened i probably would be pursuing music a lot differently mm. um more of in a full-time role mm. and i probably wouldn't be getting into things like kink right. i don't know could be you probably might be yeah i might be too distracted yes uh, but I feel like if I would have invested that time into school properly, yeah, yeah, I don't know where I'd be right now. It might be a different situation. Yeah, 
So what advice would you give people that are into or thinking about uh, the kink world, BDSM, or anything else? What advice would you give to the world today out there? Um, there is a community of people that like what you like, so don't feel like you're alone. Um, I would say go on, go on Fat Life. I want to say fatlife.com, which fatlife. we've talked com. about before many times. But at the same time, I don't because it can be very cancerous when you got a bunch of internet doms telling you, I want to do this. You're going to do But it's a great place if you if you don't know anybody in kink. You can explore. And, yes. Yeah. And you can go to these things like munches, events, meet other people, and just explore and see what you're about. Because a lot of people that are into kink that – feel like oh i'm crazy why do i like this thing there are others that are just like you yeah go out reach out and and just communicate you know communication is big i know everybody has anxiety but communication is big um two i only asked one. Oh, i thought you said two go oh, ahead go you on. can go tell on. me two go ahead give me two <laughs> don't buy things from sex stores <laughs> They are expensive as Go all online. hell. Yes. Go online. Yes. It, it, a matter of fact, um, EdenFantasies.com, which is one of our sponsors here. You can go Bet. to the website. Uh, yes, XXX Beyond Blue Eyes. And there's a link on there, too. They have lots of free stuff you can get, lots of discounts you can get. Sign up for that, and they'll give you some good deals. Drop that plug. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, man. So thank you very much, uh, Masaku. Yes. Masaku. Yes. Thank yes. you. Thank it's a pleasure. Thank you for listening to another great episode of Behind Blue Eyes. I'll have another great episode available ready for you probably next week. Make sure you check out our website, xxxbehindblueeyes.com, where you can find a blog, past episodes, and other goodies. If you enjoy the podcast, make sure you subscribe. We're on all major podcast platforms. And maybe tell a friend. But in the meantime, make sure you keep your vibes charged. You have plenty of fresh batteries and explore one new great adventure before the next episode. Peace and love.